Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Welcome to today's episode. I'm very excited to introduce this incredible guest and client of mine, Carrie. Carrie is a conversion copywriter and brand strategist with over a decade's worth of writing experience and 100 plus happy clients. She runs a boutique copywriting agency, Get Crystal Clear, which focuses on helping soulful businesses tell their authentic story through the power of magnetic storytelling. In today's episode, Carrie is going to share how she quantum leaped in her business, how she utilized the framework of strategy, systems, and soul to accelerate her profitability and scale her business, And she's going to leave us with some incredible copywriting tips so that we can really create an incredibly powerful story around our brand and our products and use that to convey and connect and convert with our community. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, Rob. I'm good. And you? I'm so good. Thank you for joining us today. I'm very, very excited to have this conversation with you. I know that people are going to take so much away from how you've quantum leaped in your business. You've created an incredibly successful business while pulling back in some of your work. You've discuss such a shift in your money relationship, and you have the most incredible copywriting tips for all of us. So I'm very excited to dive into all of that. Thank you again for being here. Thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, cool. So why don't we jump right in? Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what your business is? Okay, so I own a boutique copywriting agency. I'm a conversion copywriter and a brand strategist, and I deal with launches. I'm just so passionate about helping authentic and soulful businesses tell their stories. I've been writing stories since I was nine years old. And yeah, I can say it's just living my passion and absolutely living my purpose. Yeah. Did you ever think that you could make money doing what you loved? You know, when I was studying journalism and um, studying English, they always said, you know, if you want to make money with words, you got to get into law, you got to get into media, you got to be a journalist. And none of those things really aligned. (laughs) And it was one of those, okay, I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to have a normal job. And that's just going to be, you know, doing the writing on the side. And um, it just kind of evolved and it shifted. And I've landed in this space where I'm just able to help these most incredible businesses and it's so lovely every day just watching them grow and watching them, you know, develop these stories and tell these stories that actually help them to connect with their their dream clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
It's, it's incredible seeing you do that work with your people. And I think a lot of the time, especially service providers, they assume that you can only have a profitable business if you're in certain niches, right? So like business coaches, or there's just these certain niches where people assume it's easy to make money in those niches. But I just love your story and how you've approached your business because it's been so true to who you are. And you've had wild success. So can you tell us a little bit about your journey, where you were, where you are now? Because I know you've sort of quantum leaped this year, which is so cool. So, uh, you know, I was always one of those people that I thought that it was those people out there that had businesses. And I was one of those people that worked for those people with businesses. And I just, in my head, I could never really shift it. And I, I thought it was just something, you know, this mysterious um, thing that people did and they managed to create this business and have these staff and just do whatever they wanted to do. And I could never really comprehend it. And then I, I moved to Bali and it kind of just happened organically. I started magnetizing the most incredible clients and eventually I just wanted a space where I could house them and just nurture them and see what happened. Um, so what I did is I had my, my part-time marketing job on the side And because of that, I felt like my nervous system was so settled Mm -hmm. and I wasn't in the fight or flight or feeling like, you know, if I didn't bring in a client, then there wouldn't be, you know, food on the table. It was, Mm -hmm. there was never a fear in it. And because of that, there was such an organic and a beautiful space for it just to flourish and to grow. And Mm -hmm. it became a container where I could really play and, you know, test different things. And if they didn't work out, it was okay. And some things worked out and some things didn't. And it grew to the stage where I've had some really amazing months. Like I've had six figure months and not by having excessive prices or not by doing anything sleazy, but just doing what I love. And from a really settled space where I feel like I can just authentically create and help other people to do the same. Yes. Oh, so exciting. Uh, For context, Carrie was in our recent cohort of Club Rise. She had her first six-figure month, and then she had a subsequent six-figure month. And I just think it's cool because a lot of the time too, people have these goals and then it's like a one, a one hit wonder, right? It's like one big month and it's not the trajectory, but for you to, to do that month after month just shows that you really are in this next level now for your business. And you, you always come to your business decisions with so much heart. And, you know, I always talk about how people and the planet can be prioritized over profits and we can use profits to propel people and the planet. And you do an incredible job of living those values in your business and and showing that wealth in the hands of good people is always going to make this world a better place. Thanks, Rose. Yeah, Mm. love that. Mm. Can you speak to what shifted for you specifically in terms of really hitting those bigger months? So I always find that when there's like a bigger goal associated to something and if I'm in a good space, mm-hmm. um, it's it almost feels like a space opens up and then the universe or some like an, another like field or force can just rush in and all I have to do is put the, the the goal and the desire out there and then it is met. Um, 
So I've often found with with the energetics of menu when I'm in a good space and when I'm navigating my internal world um, yeah. with ease and clarity, then those it's I'm able to magnetize the most beautiful clients who you know they come with a form of respect and they want to pay and they they respect your work and they want to work with you. Whereas when things are like a little bit wobbly, then then business is a little bit wobbly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think everything is is linked. Um, I do know that some of my biggest months have come across when I had a bigger goal in mind. So, for instance. I set a goal that I wanted to open a school for my daughter and I wanted something pristine and something organic and something just so heartfelt where all of this system stuff was met, but there was also a bigger space to play and for one-on-one attention and just continuous love. And the minute that space opened up, the the energetics, the financial energy started flowing in a lot easier. So I find when there's a bigger goal associated to something, when it's linked to helping people or helping the planet or even helping yourself, mm-hmm. um, it's just absolute magic can happen. Oh, I love that. It's so true. Money likes to have like a meaning, right? Like a why. And yes. when, when we make it specific and tangible, it's so true that we just I think it's an energetic shift and it's also the part of our brain that's really creative looks for opportunities to help us make that happen. Yes. And and I I read somewhere or heard somewhere a while ago with that um and it just sat so well with me and it just resonated. It said that money has it has an energetic imprint or it has a consciousness of itself and it wants to it, it there's so much wounding and so much trauma that's surrounding money that it's it's not in alignment and it's searching for those ways for healing to take place and for goodness to come back and mm-hmm. kindness and it wants to serve in all these ways and the minute we we make our peace with money and i know that healing money wounds isn't about you know suddenly you have abundance coming out your ears and you're living in a mansion and you're like by the beach and you're, you're living your best life like sometimes healing your money wounds is just trusting that in each and every moment you're always going to have enough and sometimes mm-hmm. enough is going to look like an overseas holiday and sometimes enough is going to look like shoes on your child's feet it's it's mm-hmm. it's all relative but it's just trusting in that d- divine flow and just having that relationship with money and that relationship with finances where it, it's harmonious and you're trusting each other mm. Yeah, a real partnership. Yes, yeah. So I love your, we did a a wealth workshop in Club Rise and you talked about this money consciousness on that call. And I just, I really resonated with what you had said because I hadn't thought of money from that perspective myself. And yeah, I think that when we look at your shift in your business, there's a clear, as you've said, there's this clear soul piece and my framework is strategy systems and soul. And you've really spoken to that. Can we speak to the strategy and the system piece as well? Like, what do you think from a strategy perspective really worked for you? And then what systems did you lean on to help that come to life? Well, the thing is, I think before I started with you, like I didn't have a strategy. I didn't have systems. I was just kind of, you know, floating about, kind of tweaking everything according to every client that I took on. And then I realized that if you're opening up the space and if these, these, like you've said, this is what I want for myself and my business. And you have these beautiful opportunities 
flowing towards you, then there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. without a solid strategy and without a solid system. And it's, it's a system and a strategy that I've learned um, can be your boundaries for you because I'm a very gentle person. So I always want to give the world and then I end yeah. up feeling burnt out and tired and then I can't help anyone. So it really was a mind shift and a shift for me. Like, I think that was also a big Points mm-hmm. and shift because I've never been a I've always thought strategies required so much brain power and it yeah. didn't make sense and <laughs> when I saw how simple it could be and how it could actually just help you to take your business to a next level where you can actually be in that settled space mm-hmm. and you could just do what you love mm-hmm. um, and just allow those strategies and the systems to work on the back end for you mm-hmm. it's just such valuable knowledge and it's something that I think can sometimes seem a little bit more overwhelming than it actually is Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And almost like suffocating, right? Especially for creatives and healers and artists and dreamers. There's this sort of resistance to anything that's going to suffocate them or restrict their spontaneity in their creation. And, and so there's this rigidity associated with the strategy piece that they're like, "Mm, I'm good. (laughs) But yes, exactly. Yeah. I just want to do me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it serves you, right? Like I always say the hardest things to let go in our business are the things that served us till we got to a certain point. And then they at some point stop serving us. And then not only do they stop serving us, they start sabotaging us. And it's really, really, really difficult then to let go of those things that are sabotaging when they did serve you for a period in your business. So there is some pain there, right? Well, I mean, isn't that like so ironic as creatives, as soulful Mm -hmm. businesses, as healers, you know, we have to work from a space of embodiment and a space of empowerment where we are settled in ourselves. And if we're feeling burnt out because we don't have the process to back us, Mm -hmm. we can't actually do the work. So I found that for myself. I was like, I just want to write. I don't want to do strategies. I don't want to look at spreadsheets. That's for like, you know, (laughs) finance people. And now I love spreadsheets and I love strategies because I'm like, I know that with this in place, then I can serve from a more empowered perspective. Yeah, exactly. It just gives you that breathing space, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that predictability and there's security there that like, you know, where your money's coming from and you know how your business is scaling and you know where your time is allocated and you know that you've got room for your business to, to grow and for your clients to be deeply served. But you also know that you've prioritized the things that matter outside of your business, right? Like you have a little girl. She's so cute and tiny. And that's a big part of designing a business that works for your life is also showing yourself that you can preserve the things that matter outside of your work and your work doesn't have to suffer. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, I think that we could all really benefit from any tips that you can provide because you are an absolute word magician and that you really do specialize in those holistic entrepreneurs, the healers, the coaches, the the people who are really leading with their heart in their work and in their business. So I would love to know what tips you have for copywriting, for messaging, for that group of business owners. So I would say specifically for, for healers, for creatives, for all these people that are you know, in the the service-based industry where they are serving from a heart-centered space, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's so important to come from a, of a place of embodiment and a place of deep inner knowing. And um, you, you see so much out there, you know, this wake the F up moment where people are like, yeah. you know, deal with your trauma, deal with your childhood needs. And at the end of the day, there needs to be a space for, for vulnerability and for gentility. Because when people come to you in these spaces, they are feeling vulnerable. You know, they, they have fears. They, whether they're coming to you as a healer and they're just wanting to be seen and wanting to, you know, have some actually dive in and get to the root cause of what they're feeling or whether they come to a creative and they say you know I've got this brand and I really want you to help me see it and bring it to life it's a space of vulnerability it's a a space of growth and transformation and to to acknowledge that yes you are the expert but they also they're also their own person and they know what they want and they know what they need and I see so much within you know the 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 service um, industry where we have this narrative of yep I'm the experts I'm going to tell you what's best and that's never really aligned with me because I feel like when I work with people like the story is inside of them and I'm there to hold space and to guide them and assist them in bringing it to life Mm -hmm. um so with regards to having a, a messaging strategy that speaks to that I would always say lean into connection remember your deep your your authentic why and just be raw and be real and I actually I've got a snippet from a book I started writing um last night that I would love to read if you have the the capacity for it yeah um it really like I, I love teaching with examples um so this really gets to the heart of that so it's it's the storytelling is like an ancient trope it's been used for years and I highly recommend it in marketing because it's how we connect you know, for years, we we read stories, we hear stories, and it helps us understand ourselves a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And any marketing message, it's meant to take someone away, like any product, any service. Well, the reason why people buy is they want to either move away from pain or towards pleasure. Mm-hmm. They have the desires, they have feelings, and they want to be met in that. Mm-hmm. And when someone reads a story, they don't want to read more about you or your brand or what you've done. They want to read about themselves. Mm-hmm. And if they can see themselves in a story, that is what converts. And sometimes all they need to be like, all that needs to happen is they need to be touched by a story mm-hmm. and to think, you know, this happened to this person and and they found healing in that and through that I felt healing you know we don't have to go through everything ourselves um so a very big difference between for instance having and I'm going to use an example just because it's easier to to narrate this way um is if you own a, a shoe shop so sometimes you have direct marketing which is based on like manipulation sleazy sales you know there's a whole bunch of stuff that gets piled in there you'll say oh we have some of the best shoes on the market like these shoes are absolutely fantastic like don't you want a pair of these shoes take a look Brad Pitt's wearing these shoes don't you want to look like Brad Pitt they're made (laughs) with like the absolute like softest cotton and there's only five left even though you know in the back of the warehouse you've got 200 Mm -hmm. and they're on sale so if you don't take this just like take us up now like you're missing out Mm-hmm. So that is one form of messaging and one form of marketing, which is like it stood by for centuries. You know, people, they make quick sales like that. It's it's always just, it's always been around. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's another type, and I'm going to read from this book. And I don't know if you've ever read Simon Sinek's book, um, Start With Why. Yeah. So I, I love it. Um, and But what I've often found is sometimes people to take that a step deeper it's to really first before you can start with why you need to remember your why Mm -hmm. and that is to get really raw and real really authentic be vulnerable put yourself out there and instead of writing 
a watered down story of that. You really tell an authentic backstory and this is your reason as to why you are where you are. Um, so I'm just going to read. So inspiration arises as a still small voice. It arises through the art of authentic storytelling. It says, I lost my way in life after the death of my parents and a long history of, of drug use. After this, I decided that I would never want to feel lost or uncomfortable again. I wanted to be able to build myself up, to take myself off the streets and give myself a warm bed. I wanted to learn a craft that I could use to really help people. I remember the days during my teenage years where I hadn't a cent to my name or a pair of shoes to my feet. This is why I decided to create the Heisen Hiking Shoes range. I wanted people to feel comfortable and supported whilst walking, to know that their shoes would take them far and never let them down. I wanted to equip them for beautiful journeys, and with every pair that goes out, I envision a little boy with, speci with special specially crafted shoes upon his feet. Profits go towards teaching other homeless children how to master a craft to support themselves. This is our story. Inspiration isn't a marketing tactic. Inspiration is real. It's raw. It's authentic. It leads not by trying to lead, but by remaining vulnerable and truthful. Should this young man, call him Ed, not have wanted the world to know about his history, he would have watered down his story and made it more of a cookie-cutter um, variety at the fear of being judged or ridiculed. Instead of being it's instead by being vulnerable, he has a brand that people will stand behind, not because they like shoes, although this plays a small part, but because no boy should ever have to grow up feeling the bitter winter cold upon bare feet. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I got goosebumps. Mm. Yes, like really, really, really human and heartfelt and emotional. And I think that's the gift of stories, right? It allows us to feel something. And we know mm. research shows that 90 something percent of our buying decisions are emotional. Right. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I see this all the time in marketing when people really want to speak to the, the features and all those, you know, the type of shoe and the fabric and all those little details. But what people really want is to feel something and to feel connected to your brand and to see themselves yes. and their yes. values in it. Yeah. Because that's, that's the thing. If someone buys that, they're not buying a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. They're buying someone that brought them out, that they, they bought themselves out of struggle. They're buying yeah. a story of empowerment. And every yeah. time they wear those shoes, they will be continuously reminded that, you know, it doesn't matter what happens in life. I'm strong enough to get through anything and build myself up. And that's the story that, that sells and travels with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. You are such a gifted writer. And I'm sure. Lots of people listening are going to want more information on how to work with you. So I will be putting the links below in the show notes. But if you want to speak to uh, examples of how people can work with you, I'm sure that would be great. Thanks, Rabs. I'd love that. So I offer um, messaging strategies for those that are wanting to really refine what their unique story is. So their brand voice, um, and I love doing this because it's not something that's just airy-fairy. It can be measured. Mm -hmm. um, we can gather all the data. And then from there, we can make like really conscious decisions on it. Um, so I offer um, that. Then I offer full website copywriting, um, marketing for email newsletters, and then complete launch um, sequences. And then at the moment, I'm just so passionate about helping 
all businesses, um, specifically female-led businesses, creators, wellness practitioners, that I'm developing like um, workshop copy workbooks to take them through the process of developing and writing their own website copy. Because I know that not everyone can afford copywriting for their website. And I don't think that it should be, they should be excluded from having a story that really converts and really helps them to reach their dreams and yeah, just help them get from A to B. So that's what I'm busy working on at the moment. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I'm sure lots of people are going to take you up on that. So again, if you're listening and you want or watching and you want to uh, connect with Carrie, all those links will be listed below. So please take a look and connect with her there. I just want to thank you so much for your time today. It's been such a gift to have you here and to learn about your story and to receive your wisdom. So thank you so, so much. Oh, and thank you for holding space for me and for inviting me. It's been so nice to connect with you again. Aww. You are an exceptional business coach. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have the best clients that make it easy. <laughs> and it's such a collaborative process. So it's just a meeting of two hearts. It's lovely. Exactly. Yeah. That's where all the magic happens. Very much so. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.